Welcome to Awaken Faith, an educational, high vibrational, mystical, spiritual, pot, I'm sorry, podcast. Two girls, one joint, and a journey to awaken inside all of us. In the words of the wise Wiz Khalifa, let's roll something and get the day started. Drum roll, please, for our special guest. We have our feminist icon, Colorado native artist. You remember her, you love her from the Riot series, Destiny Roberts. Um, so we brought Destiny on today because number one, she's visiting. Number two, she's a stoner like us. In today's episode, we're just going to talk about our favorite stoner memories, basically. Like the kind of conversation that you have when you're talking to a bunch of stoners like, oh, who has a good edible story? Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, speaking of edible stories, does anybody have a good edible story that they want to share? Yes, I think I want to start. Um First of all, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be a guest for this one. My edible story is maybe a little bit traumatic, actually. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> um, one of the first times that I took like a good amount of edibles, um, I was road tripping with some of my friends for spring break to Arizona. Um, and we had last minute, had to change plans, and we're taking my car, and I had like a little bit of anxiety about it anyway. Fair. Um, yeah, just like driving across the state. Uh, and I decided that since I wasn't driving and I was just a passenger, that I was going to take a few edibles. And I think six, I took. I think you said. I think I took six, which actually I think they were only like ten milligrams. So it really wasn't okay, that crazy. Yes. But I didn't take edibles on a regular basis at this point. So it still was a little crazy. Yes. <laughs> so it's like a, maybe three hours into the drive, and I'm sitting shotgun passenger in my car and. You know, it's all, like, we're in, we're in Colorado, we're going uphill, so my car is really chugging along. She's really oh. trying, like any car would, like any car would. But I am having a full inner panic attack because uh. I am so high, and I am, like, I'm going to get all my friends stranded here in the middle of the oh, in the middle of the mountains because my car is going to break down because I knew it wouldn't make it, and I should have never volunteered. And I, I know, but I should have never done this. Does anyone know you're panicking? No, no, nobody knows I'm panicking. I have, like, tried to text one of my really good friends that's also in the car, but I have zero service, so I'm in it solo. Oh, my God. I get to the point where I'm literally, like, you just need to pull over. We need to pull over right now. I need to pull over right now. I'm going to puke. You need to pull over right now. And I am, oh. as soon as I got the door open, threw up. Oh, my All over. God. But I immediately felt better, and the rest of the ride was fine. Did you and tell everybody what was happening? Uh, yeah. I think, actually, I waited a little bit, and then, like, an hour or two later in the drive, I was like, hey, guys. Oh, yes. That, that dreaded, like, now that you've come down from your anxiety attack, like, yo, guys. I gotta tell you, I was just freaking out for, like, hours off end. That's fucking awesome. Oh, that's amazing. Um, I feel like it's so funny because, like, I, with edibles, like, I have a lot of great memories, but my best stories are, yeah, not handling them well. <laughs> like, there was a time that when I lived in Albany, there was this girl that I worked with at a restaurant that I worked with. We're going to call her Tammy Tam. Tammy uh, Tam. Very, all the love to you, um, Tammy, if you're listening. Um, but I had, like, this unfortunate, we just didn't, like, vibe. She didn't, she's one of two people in my life that I would see, and I would immediately get a headache. Um, and that, it was that person and another guy that I worked with from that same restaurant. Never had that experience with any other people. So, we, I get to um, my friend's house, and there tammy tam tammy tam's the kind of person that like you always don't want to see when you're out but somehow they're always there like i one time walked into an empty bar and there was a light glowing over her and she just turned like no. smiled at me and i was like well there's four hours of my life gone because i can't just turn and walk out we work together i can't 
I have to, here we go. Um, but this story is about <clears throat> a time that I truly thought my life was ending. We were sitting around at my friend Tara's house and we had like, uh, she had like a really nice like gazebo-y thing like on her porch and like a table. So like we'd always sit back there. I had a couple edibles. We were smoking. We were vibing. We were just talking. Tammy Tam was talking and we were all just victims. And so we're sitting there, we're sitting there. And then all of a sudden I start to realize that I'm having an aortic aneurysm. Like it's splitting open and I'm dying. Um, I can, my hands are cold. So that means that I'm like going through all of this. This is like between going back to nursing school. So I'm just having like glimpse flashbacks of things that I learned in nursing school being like, okay, yes. And so that symptom is this. Yep. I can feel my heart beating oh, my so stomach. Oh, so you weren't actually having this? No, I wasn't, but I thought yes, I like okay. in my head, it was so real. And yes, I just sat yes. there like staring at everyone around me, having a good time being like, Okay, so I am dying, guys. Mm -hmm. um, I'm so, I can't, I don't know how to vocalize this to you, but I'm going. And so then after like 15 minutes of sitting there convincing myself of this, like planning the ambulance, like, oh my God, I've never been in an ambulance. What's going to happen? Are they going to like shock me? All this stuff. Like that's how far I had gone. I looked at everyone and I was like, guys, I'm so sorry. I interrupted Tammy Tam. Um, I was like, guys, I'm just, I need like some support. I'm, I think I'm dying. Like I mm -hmm. think something's going on. Um, and for a second, my friend Tara was able to be like, oh my God, no, we've all been there. Like just yes. breathe, just breathe. And then Tammy opens her stupid fucking mouth. I'm so sorry, Tammy, but she does. And she tells me that she went to school for like, I don't know, genetics or some shit. And that there's no way that I'm actually dying and it's just the weed, blah, blah, blah. Like the least comforting way to tell someone it's the weed and also with the least connecting background. I'm dead. She said, look, I have a history in genetics. <laughs> <laughs> You're fine. And then keeps going on with her story. So then like I would let five minutes go and I'd be like, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I would convince myself again. And then I'd be like, guys, I'm so sorry. I know I'm not trying to like steal the shine of the night, but can we please just like two minutes, just two minutes of everyone like rubbing me and telling me I'm sick. Yeah. <laughs> and again, Tammy Tam's like, nope, you don't need that. Like I, and I was um, it was the most, it was like my nightmares of like not being able to like speak or have a voice in real life. And I was just like, okay, well, you and this is the oh, end. <laughs> you and Destiny with like the internal anxiety attacks. It's killing me. Um, yeah, my edible story was unfortunately not consensual, um, but very funny nonetheless, looking back. Um, so I do not condone, I'm not saying I condone this at all, uh, partaking in THC in high school, but if you're going to do it, do it in a safe environment, okay? She's not like a regular mom. She's a cool mom. Don't do it in school for the first time. So I didn't know I was taking an edible. This boy I had a crush on, he sat in front of me. It's junior year. I'm at my prime anorexia. <laughs> and, um, so I cannot and will not eat in front of a boy, especially not a boy I like. It's not happening. I can barely eat in front of my own friends. Um, so he sits in front of me. We're in pre-calc. He turns around. He's like, hey, you want a cookie? And I'm like, mm, yeah. Um, I'd like anything to talk to you. Um, so he gives me like this little cookie. It's not big at all. It's a little fucking cookie. But I'm scared to eat it in front of him. So then like the second he turns around to put the rest of the cookies back in his bag, I shove the whole thing in my mouth and start chewing it so I can swallow it so he won't have to see me eat so he'll never know that I eat. Um, he, Obviously. yeah, exactly. He turns around and I'm still chewing a little bit about to swallow. And he realizes like, he goes, wait, where's the rest of the cookie? And I'm like, mm -hmm, I ate it. He goes, you ate the whole thing. And I'm like, oh my God, he thinks I'm a fat, disgusting fucking pig. Like, and I was like, it was just one little cookie. Me like <laughs> thinking he's like calling me fat. Um, and he goes, babe, that was an edible. Oh, okay. So, um, I've never, I've never been high at this point. Never. Um, not only that, my dad is a drug cop. Also, I'm 
the lead in a play tonight and it's a dress rehearsal and I don't want to be high. I've never been high. Um, so I'm like, well, what the fuck's going to happen? He was like, I don't know. Maybe nothing like, you know, weed doesn't do much for me. <laughs> so nothing happens all of pre-calc. I'm fine. I get to my next class. It's fucking government. I suck at anything like that. Um, and then we're taking a fucking pop quiz and I still feel fine. So I'm like, nice. Maybe weed also doesn't affect me. Ha ha. Psych bitch. I'm in the middle of this fucking <laughs> pop quiz and out of nowhere. I don't know how it happened, but I'm on the floor. I somehow fell out of my chair. Maybe I sunk out. Maybe I crashed. I don't know. Like, I still wonder to this day, but I look up and I'm staring at the lights and I'm about to cry because I'm like, I'm about to get in trouble because we're in the middle of a test and I'm on the floor. You're not supposed to do that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I'm in high school. I know what's appropriate, what's not. You're not supposed to be on the floor. Um, So I stand up in a panic. And I go straight to the bathroom and loudly announced to our student teacher who was helping that day. I'm like, Mr. Robeson, I'm going to the bathroom. Um, and I like march to the bathroom. And there's this girl in there who I've probably talked a little bit of shit about with my friends, unfortunately, because she irked me a bit. For this purpose, we're going to call her Kaden. Um, and I'm like, Kaden, please help me. Fuck. I know you're a stoner. I'm high as fuck right now. I've never been high. Like, what do I do? I didn't mean to get high. Ain't edible. Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, okay, fuck. So, um, don't talk. Stop. Like, just stop talking. Try to not talk. What's your next class? I'm like, Spanish. She's like, fuck. Profe is going to make you speak. I'm like, I know, bitch. You have to talk that whole class. Um, and she's like, well, open your eyes. Number one. I thought my eyes were open. <laughs> she's like, you're going to feel like you're doing crazy eyes, but keep them open. I'm like, all right, I can do that. And she's like, okay, well, when you get to Spanish, just try really hard to be like incognito. The weird thing about Spanish is we all sit in like a sem- a half circle so that there's no desks. You're just fucking facing the teacher. We call her profe. And so that she can just talk to you in Spanish the whole class. She'll look at you and ask you a question. Look at the next person. Da, da, da. So like you can't fucking hide from profe. Um, if you get picked to do the beginning like announcement thing, which of course I got picked for. You don't just get to go up there and like read some shit. Like you have to go up there. It's a standard like, hola, bienvenidos a la clase de español. Me amo Danny. And then you go on about like, how was your day today? This is how my day was. Um, but so Profe goes up there and she's like, today I'm going to be the person who does the questions and I'm just going to say how I'm doing, but then I'm going to ask you guys. So she goes up there. I'm like, nice, nice. So I dodged that one. Um, she goes up there. I'm the first bitch she asks and you have to answer in full sentences and then also ask her how she's doing. And she's basically, she asked me like, Danny, how are you doing today? And, uh, I couldn't, I, I got so nervous. I was so high. And then I'm like, I think I'm about to fucking puke, not from anxiety, from just being high. I've never been high before. And I'm like really feeling everything. Uh. Um, and I like look at her and in a burp, I go, bueno, <laughs> um, cause I thought I was throwing up. Oh. Um, and she said, is that really all you want to say? And I like literally just put my head down and like, that was that I took an F for the day. That was a zero. For- she was like, you know, you'll get a zero for the day. And I was like, bueno, like, <laughs> <laughs> Um, then I get to lunch and at this point, my friends all know that I'm high because it's quite fucking obvious. Um, we get to lunch and like my Mo is freaking the fuck out. And she's like, Oh my God, Danny, like, are you okay? And I'm like, dude, I don't feel good. I hope this wears off before my dress rehearsal. Well, we're getting my friend Mina. We're going to call her Mina. Um, she's, she was like very competitive with me. Um, and she was like, Oh my God, like Danny's like, I can't believe that she's acting so crazy. Like I can take edibles and I'll be totally fine. So Mina wants to go ahead and take two edibles. Go ahead, little bitty. Let's see what happens. Woo! The next class, Mina fell out of her chair in drama class, like face down, ass up. Um, and literally her ass was showing. Um, yes. And our teacher, our teacher was very pissed. And then Mo like covered for us and was like, they're just sick. Um, 
And so then I'm like, yeah, I'm going to take Mina to the nurse. I'm, I'm still high, guys, and I'm scared. I'm scared. I don't want to get in trouble. I've never been high at school. I'm like a goody two-shoes, straight-A student. I don't do this kind of thing, and I don't want my teachers to lose their respect for me. Um, and also, I'm scared. I've just never been high. I'm fucking scared. Now, while this is all happening, right, I'm like, I'm going to take Mina to the nurse. I don't grab Mina. I just go out the door. Um, I don't know where exactly I went, but I did end up watching the senior showcase that day, fourth row. <laughs> was kind of scared by the light show and then fell asleep and then woke up near the end when everybody was like clapping like because it was done but I remember multiple times I got in trouble by my best friend Mo because I would be like walking in the hall like just roaming the halls not in class how I should have been with my hands in my pants and she was like Danny stop fucking touching yourself you're playing with yourself no I wasn't guys it wasn't like that I felt like I was pissing myself the whole day and I, it never stopped it just felt like constant piss and it not like oh I was wet piss guys I know what piss feels like and I thought I was peeing the whole day so I had my hands in my pants because I was like holy fuck like what's going on like is it really wet like I might as well pee on my pants my hands well I had to see I couldn't see anything on the outside but it felt wet and so I kept checking to see if it was wet and then Mo was like I've literally seen you shove your hands in your pants like 10 times in 30 seconds like you need to stop go to the bathroom then and check so I go to the bathroom and I'm like I don't ever sit on the toilet I'm a squat queen but I sat because I was high and that already upset me. And I look up and why the fuck did I see a Chinese dragon going across the door, <laughs> even though I knew it wasn't there. And I was like, this is upsetting because I know it's not here, but I also can't fight that I'm seeing it. Like yeah. I I'm living in like a dual reality right now. Um, and so I kind of just took like, okay, if the dragon isn't real, then my pee situation might not be real. But then I was like, I don't want to not be able to trust my body. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> so I just stayed on the toilet for a long time and waited until until the dragon faded and then I decided okay perhaps I'm like sober enough to like move on yeah. um I didn't go to the rest of my classes that day and that's just how that had to be but I did go to my dress rehearsal um the same teacher whose class I ran out of after Mina fell over and showed her ass to the class um <laughs> we were both in that show so the sad thing is, like, we did get in trouble afterward, but so she pulls us aside after the rehearsal and she's like, okay, good job, everybody. Mina and Danny, come here. I need to talk to you. And I'm like, I'm about to be expelled. Like, I, she knew I did drugs in school. That's bad. I understand. I would expel me as well, but please have mercy. It was an accident, but I was not about to, like, give anyone the full story because I had a crush on the dude who gave it to me. Mm -hmm. um, so I didn't want to, like, tell anyone why I was high. Yeah. So she comes over and she's like, I don't know what the fuck happened to you two. She didn't cuss at us like that, but she was going crazy. She was like, I don't know what the hell happened to y'all. She probably said that. Y'all know Miss Lenning. I'm not afraid. <laughs> um, so Miss Lenning starts like coming at me and she's like, I'm so disappointed with the way you behaved in class today. And then you just like walked out like, and I was just nodding like, yes, like very valid, very fair point. And then she hits me with like a, okay, Mina, you can leave. But Danny, um, I just wanted to say tonight's performance was the most emotionally in tune you've ever been. Whatever you did, do it again. No, bitch. No, <laughs> no, that day sucked. And then I saw old boy the next day. They gave me the cookie, obviously, because he sat in front of me in pre-calc first period. And he turns around. And he was like, how was your day yesterday? Blah, blah, blah. I was like, not fucking good. Why did I see a dragon? And he was like, no, you know, the guy I buy it from. He does like to like, you know, put other shit in it. It's like kind of laced. Like I'm like, no, no. No, you don't just offer me a cookie, bitch. I was basically drugged. I had a whole day against my will, tripping, like think touching myself in front of who knows who. And the wild part is, is like, I thought you were getting a cookie. 
I literally also only ate it that fast because I was anorexic. Like, like what the fuck? Like I was like, and then he turned around like you ate it already. And I was like, he thinks I'm a fat fuck. No, 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 no. It probably, that would have been better. Yeah. So that was when weed made me feel like I was going to die. But has there ever been a time that weed has like saved your guy's life? Like even in like a funny way. Um, I love that you asked me this question, asked us this question, because to me, uh, that story revolves around you and another person that we've Ooh. mentioned on here a lot. That's, that's Emily Glott, Glott Thought. Oh, I love you, Glott. We love you. Um, there is a time that we saved not only my life, but I think all three of our lives. <laughs> um, and that is, that is a day where um, I, have never, I have never been so uh, accepting of just like, all right, shit happens and you keep moving. What day are you talking about? Oh, the day that we moved Emily to Brooklyn. Oh my fucking god, the day we <laughs> Okay, tell him. So first of all, I'm going to have to share this video, um but we started the whole day off by dropping mattresses off of uh the second floor into each other's arms. Like it was mm -hmm. chaos. Also, I think I I know I arrived to help Emily asked me to be over at like 9 a.m. I get there. She's like, all right, we had to take apart all the furniture. She hadn't, yeah, she wasn't ready to move. We had to help her fully pack. <laughs> yeah, pack, take apart her furniture. She didn't have a screwdriver, so I had to go back home. Then we had to go and then pick up the truck. Like, there were so many, it was fine, but there were just so many, like, little things from the beginning of, like, ooh, there's a lot more steps than, like, we had all planned on. Like, we were, like, quick, all right. So then we get the truck. I've got it loaded up, and we're leaving from Dover, New Hampshire to drive down to Brooklyn, New York. Um, so that's typically like a five-hour drive. Um, Emily had to rent, obviously, a budget, one of those budget-like trucks. Um, those have rules on roads. I don't know if you knew that. If you ever were looking into getting one, they have rules. Like, they can't go on passenger car, like, roads, and they can't go in toll roads, and they can't do things. And then they also don't have plugs for your phones, and they don't have GPSs. So, like... Communication was number one. It was very pilgrim energy. Very pilgrim energy. You know, it's hard living nowadays. No, I'm just kidding, obviously. Plus, we killed it in the end, so don't worry. But, so, Emily didn't have her phone, like, couldn't use her phone for GPS, so because we, we had to be able to communicate. We were like, that's, like, the most important thing. So, poor Emily had to listen to the radio. Uh, it took about nine hours to drive down there because we had, like, a flash flood rain downpour. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I got athlete's foot bitches because it was flooding rain and like we had to pull over for gas sometimes we had to pull over for rest stops because like you can't drive nine hours without pissing and me and Kelsey it's piss every 15 minutes every we're not 15. sick we're just hydrated very um and so yeah like the journey down was a lot I had to like navigate her behind me I couldn't have her like lose um like looser from my sight because I was like leading us both. Also, I think it couldn't go over 55 miles per hour and we had to go on back roads from like through Boston, through Massachusetts. Like oh, it was, it was a lot. So we finally like make it to city area and I can see the lights. I see everything. And then every single sign on every single highway is like passenger only, passenger car only, passenger car only. So I'm like, we got to find alternative routes. We got to figure this right. out. And I didn't freak out. I hit my weed pen and I just kept praying. J Danny was packing bowls for me. Oh, yeah. Like, no, we were fully smoking <laughs> in the car. Yeah. It, hot boxing it, essentially. We were trying not to. And then we were like, I think it got to the point where we were like, nope, we need this. So we, we really, really leaned into the yes. weed. We needed it. And this was the only time where we lost Emily. Um, I can't believe that I'm saying that, but it's true. We were, we pulled off like the first exit that we could for like into New York, we thought. Um, and then I lost her immediately. 
Yeah, and also it was because those type of trucks couldn't go there, exactly. but we didn't know. Ex yeah. But then, of course, as soon as we take this fucking turn, we're, we're like, oh, no, it's like a little bit of traffic. Like, I wonder why. Oh, it's because there's two bodies in the middle of the fucking street bleeding. So we're like, wait, hold on. Kelsey's, you know, she's um, a nurse and also like a good citizen. I see it. I'm fried, and I'm like, very sad. <laughs> and Kelsey jumps out. She's like, we gotta help. And I'm like, oh, true she's like stay with the car and i'm like yes got you people are beeping at me cussing me out they're like you little fucking slut and i'm like yeah Diddy literally <laughs> was like waving she was like look at this i was like, like guys crazy. look there's they need help like she i don't face, know <laughs> she facetimed isaiah oh i started to cry a little bit because i was getting yelled at and i facetimed isaiah and i was like they're yelling at me he was like well, fuck them. Like, right? Hey, it's okay. So I'm in like the street helping these two people. I ended up like calling the guy's mom for him. We were waiting for like the ambulances, everything. Her like leg bone was sticking out, like her knee. Um, and like I'm just trying to keep him calm and stuff. But uh, I was high. I must admit that I, I yeah. did not perform anything actually medical. I only prefer performed verbal help but it was a lot um luckily there was another man there who had like gloves and he was like being a little he was like doing some traffic directing like he was real good mm -hmm. um the paramedics got there like they were fine they had been like brake checked essentially by another car um so then we we're like all right now we have to continue on with our journey um and go find emily like that was like chaos that yes. we were, like had to be like okay next so we smoke some more weed and then we find Emily. Luckily, she was like right where we had left her. We're able to get to her apartment in Brooklyn. That was in Manhattan. We had to drive through Manhattan to Brooklyn. I don't know if you've ever been to New York City. If you have, then you understand what that means. It's so hard to drive in New York City. <laughs> Just don't do it. With the budget truck behind us, I will say there was one point where I thought I couldn't make it through anything. A point like between two cars, the street was so narrow. I was so scared. I went... Emily fucking, she knew, she trusted, she yes. just went. I mean, guys, like, you have to think, like, because I don't know what a budget truck is, but it's like a U-Haul. Yeah. Emily has a U-Haul behind us that's giant, and we are, you know, New York, you're whipping in and out of tiny crevices because yes. people will park dead center in the street. Yes. And then look at you like, yeah, try it. Try something. Exactly. Um, so you just, you're like, no, exactly. You stay there. I will drive around you. Don't mind me. I will scrape my car against other cars. It's fine. <laughs> um. So we're like doing these little turns and we're like fuck emily's not about to make this one we barely made this one we look up emily is like bright-eyed bushy-tailed like staring straight forward like yes like making the whole squeeze she made it through every crevice that we made it through it was literally like prisoner of azkaban like the night bus how it can like she somehow mustered that power you could see it in her face yeah no i've never seen a more determined look she wasn't like smiling her eyes were the biggest they've ever been and she was like leaning all the way forward and i was like yeah she is one with this bus, yeah. this U-Haul right now. We have, we have put hours into this. They have made a connection. She didn't have her phone. She All she's been doing is talking to this truck. Like, that's yeah. her friend at this point. So we finally make it to her apartment in Brooklyn. Awesome. Danny and I are it's like... It's midnight. It's midnight. Danny, are, Danny and I are like, okay, perfect. It's the hottest day of the year. This We're almost done, blah, blah, blah. No elevator. Four flights of stairs. So we're like, all right, we got this. All we have to do is unpack this. At this point, we were like, we just got to unpack. We're good. We got this. Um, so we started unpacking and guys, I'm not, I'm not good at that. I'm not helpful. Um, yeah, I don't like to move and it's not that I don't like it. I'm not good at it. I'm not, I don't care. Like, yes, I'm strong. Yes. I used to be like, uh, oh, really a gym head. Da, 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 da. Arms are not my thing. They never have been carrying heavy things. No. And not only is it like, I'm not good at it, I get bitchy because I'm so not good at it. And I don't like not being good at things, whores. So get over it. But I helped. I did. She did. I helped so hard. I was carrying as much as I could of like bags and like 
little things. Like <laughs> it was so awesome because right, Emily and I obviously know Danny pretty well. You guys know Danny pretty well. Like right, like she helped in like her absolute best way, and she did not get bitchy, bitchy once. Like it was, we all were like our best. It was amazing. Yes. Um, Danielle's wonderful lifting with the clothes and stuff was great, um, but that left Emily and I with the furniture and four flights of stairs and 105 degrees. And so there were moments where we made, we would make eye contact on like, I don't know, the third, second floor in between the stairwells and like the looks, the power that we would share between our eyes. I could only describe it as that feeling of like adrenaline that they talk about when like mothers rip, lift cars off of their children. Like we just knew in our souls that all we had to do was keep going and we could do this. And we somehow like, it was a blur of just like, we got this. Yes. So then we finished that unpacking, and then we realized that we had to return the truck, Jersey. Oh my God, we had to return the motherfucking truck. Here's the thing, we're not mad at you, Emily. We're not, because I get it. You had no right. other option. But at this point, it is close to 2 a.m. And we're like hoping, all right, we just gonna sneak on out of here right. and drive back to New Hampshire. And Emily's like, oh no, no, I have to actually drop off the U-Haul in New Jersey. Um, and it has to be dropped off tonight. I have no other way of like doing it. I have no other option. My roommates don't even live here yet. She didn't know anybody. Right. Um, and also how would she get back home and she did not have money for an Uber. Like I know her. I was living with her before that. Right. Like, she moved to New York and got rich once she moved there. But New Hampshire did us dirty as fuck. So I was like, I get it, bitch. Like, yes. She was like, are you mad at me? And we we're like, no, no. Um, I was not mad at all. I just couldn't speak. So we went up on the roof to smoke because weed came in handy and we all kind of calmed down. Yeah. Took her to go drop off her car and got fucking lost. Got fucking lost next to it. Guys, when I say that the GPS somehow was like having a stroke, it literally like, it made no sense. So we circled this area about eight times and I just like, I have never been tested so hard at like, just keep, it's fine. We'll figure it out. Like just do another circle. Mm -hmm. Just do another circle. Keep smoking and do another circle. Like exactly. I didn't scream. I didn't like, I've never fought my internal. Like I just was like, Okay, it's coming. It's fine. And we made it. And yeah. then we drove Emily back to Brooklyn. And then around 4 a.m., I think it was, we started our journey back to New Hampshire. And honestly, that was like the funniest part of the drive <laughs> of the whole experience. Because like I said, bitches, I, I'm, I get it. I'm fucking high maintenance. That's just fine. Call me Kim K. I don't care. I kind of care. I kind of care about that. Um, <laughs> But so anyway, so we're like, Kelsey's really doing a good job, like pushing through. She's the one driving. I feel like a little bitch because I'm not the one driving and I'm about to fall the fuck asleep, guys. Like, are you dead ass? We've been awake for over 30 hours at this point um, doing stuff. So I'm trying to like, we have Queen Herbie and we have Lizzo fucking blasting on the radio just to like keep us up. And like, I'm trying so hard. I'm singing along to the songs and then I'm also going in and out of sleep. So like yeah. my head is like bobbing and I'm like, speak to me kindly. And then I like, I'm asleep for like, I don't know, maybe like three minutes. And all of a sudden I like pop back up to Kelsey and I'm like, yeah, we're almost there. Ha, I'm the type of girl you call wifey. Like, I'm just not. Delusion. Like it was straight delusion. Absolutely delirious, delusional, absolutely slap happy. It was great because it kept me going and like that and the weed. And that is why I like, yes, I will say weed saved my life. That no, day. because if we didn't have weed, we would have been assholes. We wouldn't have been able to do it. I would have cried a thousand times. I got athlete's foot and didn't cry. It I mean, I cried once we got home, <laughs> but I didn't cry on the journey. That athlete's foot was um, a unique um punishment yeah yeah i don't know really it really yeah because, well, I, simply because it rained i mean yes it was flooding so i was deep in that water and like 
well, like I shouldn't be punished for buying like cheap socks. I have Nike shoes. I spent good money on them. I'm wearing fucking Walmart socks, and then they're like not breathable, and then you're gonna like keep keep the water in there and get fucking athlete's foot. Like I'm pissed. <laughs> Ugh. Okay. Well, has anybody ever hot boxed before? <laughs> Ooh, yes, yes. Oh my god. I had never hot boxed until I was like embarrassingly old. I think I was 25 when I did the first time, and like. I thought that was like silly because I always like knew of like people in high school hotboxing their cars and stuff and like it sounded so cool but I was a baby about that so I never did it and so I lived at this house with a bunch of my friends it was like basically like an adult like children's home it was hilarious we were just like eating cereal and watching Saturday night morning cartoons and Saturday night cartoons um but so anyways in my room in that house I had like this little clo extra closet that had like the hot water heater thing and it had like a little extra space so one day my good friend bridge hey bridge um and i were like oh we'll just like hot box it it's like nighttime i think it was around like thanksgiving maybe even halloween um so we went in and we like for some reason turned off all the lights like in the house we made it like all very spooky we got in the closet we shut the door we hot boxed the fuck out of it we were so high i wish um, i was there it was we were laughing about nothing and like smoke like it was just like i'm gonna tell people the story and act like i was there <laughs> insert myself yes. and so like yeah we were just fried as fuck um and then so all of a sudden <laughs> and then all of a sudden her boyfriend at the time uh he lived with us too he came home and we were like oh nice nice we're gonna scare him like it's all dark blah blah so then as we noticed that he was getting closer our hearts started to race because we were like he's gonna scare us like he's gonna get us oh my god like even though we like literally sent him a picture of her and we were like come find us like we made it so deep and then we were like terrified so then when he eventually did find us obviously there's only one water heater in the house it was in the picture i don't know why we thought we were so sneaky and we were probably loud as fuck he confirmed we were loud as fuck um so we're like there yeah like waiting the intensity's building for this door to open and yeah uh we like scream cried shrieked sobbed at the same time because we did not know at all what to feel if we were scared or if we were trying to scare them and then that made me like sad like it was that's like when they say on twitter they're like don't mind me i'm just gonna go smoke weed till i get scared exactly <laughs> like it literally was like that and then i was like mm, i get hot boxing yeah i understand it was a great time <laughs> on contrary to you i think i hot boxed probably a little bit too much <laughs> Um, my story is from when I was like 17 years old, um, and it was on 420, and you know, what? I'm 17, so I'm not out doing a lot of things. Right. So why not be hotboxing the car at, at 17 years old? Yes. On, on 420, right? Yes. So me and my friend, same friend that's from my previous story with the edibles in the car, <laughs> um, are like parked in like a usual smoke spot where we usually do this same type of thing, except for it's 420, so we're like... Past the point of being high for fun, you're just like, so, like, how high can I possibly get? Yes. yes. Even if I'm having a terrible time. Yes. And yes. It's, I, it's like, you know, you keep like, it's got the smoky vibes in the car, the music's playing, nobody's talking. Nobody's talking. And, and just like through the windows, you see like a little flicker of like red and blue lights. Like no. just a flicker. No one's, no, like not a cop car pulls up to pull you over, nothing, just a flicker. Ugh. And if you like move the fog from the window, you know, and you're like, oh, there's a cop sitting right next to us. Fuck no. I'm 17, I'm uh, freaking out. My friend is like, oh, well, I'm just gonna roll down the window and like, 
What the fuck? Uh, you got to tell him. My heart is racing. <laughs> I, I am so high. I'm in tunnel vision through, like, I see my friend telling me this. I'm staring through the window into the cop car outside. Yeah. And I just, I can't, I can't say anything. I'm just paralyzed. Yeah. Immediately starts to roll the windows down. And yeah. you know, just, you know, when yeah. you're hotboxing or smoking and it just like, oofs, yes, yeah. out the you window. You roll the window down. Oh, my, I went, <gasps> and tears <gasps> just start streaming down my face. Oh, yes, bitch, I would have cried too. It was, completely. we yes. ended up getting off with a warning. And the oh. cop leaves. And, and my friend looks at me. I'm just like silent the entire time tears coming down my face and he goes see oh no bitch no what's his name again benny 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 wait hear no. me out no <laughs> no i would have been so i love that destiny just like makes eye contact like with the cop and just poof, tears tears immediately i was like i've been never this is gonna ruin my life i'm 17 i'm She's like i'm just anywhere. a kid <laughs> i would have peed i really think i would have peed i probably could have i think the cry shows though that you're like i'm sorry like oh, please i was immediately regretful and and that's on white privilege thank you um that's not good but it is what it, you know what i mean it's not good <laughs> you but right. you're right you. um we asked that question earlier that was like a time that weed saved your life what about a time when you wish you had weed um yes my time <gasps> um emily glott i love you i'm not coming at you but you knew you knew i'm not good at fucking packing and moving people we're going back to the to, to this topic but let's go like about five years before right the year is like 2016 2017 um and we're moving no it's the day before we are moving emily out of college and her sister is graduating from college right or so we're moving emily in her sister's gonna graduate so we're all in like northern ohio because that's where like their colleges are and their parents dropped us off at kent state that's where emily went to school um and i was in like a really bad relationship so i was like "Ooh, i'm going to a college this weekend like i'm gonna like make my man jealous and like really party like i wasn't gonna do anything i was just gonna like look good and party um he did not he did not give a fuck he was out cheating on me it did not matter also if you want to party i don't really think it's kent state i don't you know what i mean i don't um no. uh, especially if you want to party it's not emily glott so, <laughs> and um, not in ohio if you want to party in ohio it's it's state. It, w- it would be OU. Okay. Oh, OU, right? Ohio University. Um, and I hate that I know that, but I have partied at OU before when I was in high school back in the day. Regardless, we're like, I'm like, oh yeah, this weekend's gonna be iconic. Um, it is I it was an iconic weekend because like literally so much shit hit the fan and went wrong. And the first thing that went wrong was Emily was like, before we get crazy, bitch, before we, you know, go out, maybe like go out on the town to do what? We went on out out on the town, it was freezing. I don't know why it was so fucking cold. Um it it was like at night so it was like chilly and we go out and just took a walk there were there wasn't we didn't go to a bar we didn't go get food there wasn't even, you had to drive to like a mcdonald's nearby if you wanted anything but she was like before we go out on the town and like do our thing you gotta help me move we, we set this into a bunk bed but like you can't keep it like that when you like leave your dorm yeah. i was like i cannot fucking help you move this bunk bed wait for your dad and she was like no like he just jo- dropped us off he's at ali's campus like we're here for the night and i was like holy Fuck, like I there's no one in the building. Like there's only like one RA who's like kind of around, but like it, everyone's moved out at this right, point. Right. Um, or like hasn't moved in yet. I don't even remember what the situation was, but Emily was early or late because she was an RA, so she was like always having to be there. Yeah. Um, so since she was one of the last RAs, we're literally like, there's no other fucking help. Um, so I'm like, fine, I'll help you move this fucking bunk bed, but like you gotta understand you're doing most of the work. Like I, and I told her, it's not because I'm like mad, I'm scared. I can't do this. Like we're gonna, you're gonna get in trouble cause you're gonna break the bed. 
not quite. I broke the bitch. We, <laughs> we start moving the fucking bed and she's like, good job. You got it. You got it. You got it. I'm literally crying. I'm like, okay, hurry. It hurts. Hurry. My wrist. Um, <clears throat> she's like, okay, okay, hang on, because we're not ready. Hang on, just put it back on, put it back on top of the other bed, and it's like a very skinny ledge that it balances on. And I'm like trying to do it. I'm like, you, okay, well, you're underneath. She wanted to go underneath so she could like really see everything and direct. And I'm just like on the edge, like kind of on the outside. No. So she and Emily's also really small, so like her being underneath was like, I guess, fine. Um, so she's under there, and I'm like, okay, well, you can see. Tell me when I'm on the ledge. And she's like, okay, a little to the left, a little to the left. We're doing our thing. She's like, good, you're good, right there. I'm like, I'm good. Okay, well, I trusted her. Ugh. I let go, and I wasn't so good. And the whole um, top bunk bed fell on top of Emily Ugh. and smushed her between the top and bottom bunk. Broke um, <laughs> yes, broke the bitch. Yes, broke the bitch. Um, all that was showing was her little ankle. And when the bed hit, her ankle like fell. Like it went like limp. Yes. And so I like, it was giving like Wizard of Oz. You know what I mean? And like, I screamed. I was like, and um, I don't hear her say anything. And I'm like, holy fuck. Like she's dead, dead. Um, <clears throat> I'm ugly crying. I'm ugly screaming. I run out to the hall really quick. Somebody help me. No one's fucking helping me. No one's here. I'm like, I can do this. I can do this. I can't even, I, it was such a traumatic experience. I don't remember if someone eventually heard me scream and like the last RA who had been like doing like a check of like everywhere came by um, because I, I have no memory of how we got that bitch out. I don't remember. And mind you, like I wasn't a stoner at this point, but I was incredibly anxious, like all the time. Um, I could have used weed so fucking bad at this point. Like I literally thought that I killed my best friend. And then by the time that we got it off of her, like this bitch was purple. Like she had been like not able to breathe that well. So yeah, like she was laughing. Like she was like, I can't believe that happened. Ha! Cause she's just like a psycho, but like, no, it was traumatic. And like looking back on it, when we tell the story, like she's like, I'm just more sad for you because like, at least I could still breathe. So I knew I wasn't going to die. <laughs> and she was like, but I knew you thought I was dead and I couldn't talk to you. Like I couldn't, <laughs> couldn't get through to you. So she was like, I just had to hear you have like a panic attack on the outside. Oh, oh and no. she could like, she could still breathe, but not talk much. Like it was right. just crazy. And yeah. like hilarious and we were like sober little sisters so like no there was no weed involved um at fucking all and i fucking wish there was because i still get anxiety dreams about it the guilt i have like i thought i killed this bitch the lesson is you need weed also the lesson is stop asking me to move guys stop i think brooklyn was your perfect example of you you were your top moving that was your prime and now you should retire Yes, yes. And we're we're yeah. getting out of the military right now, too. And so, like, the military isn't going to move us. Um, and so, like, the company that, that they got a job for is actually moving us. And I don't know how they do things. Like, what if they don't do it? Like, the military comes in and they'll pack for you. You yeah. don't have to pack. They go into your dresser and pack all your shit for you. Like, it's crazy. It's crazy. crazy. It's, um, and I loved that. I was like, yes. It was giving, like, high fashion, high end, very, like, I know we talk, like, a little bit of shit about the Kardashians, but I stay comparing myself. I'm, like, the working class Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> so I felt, Leo. I felt very, like, Kim K, like, yes, pack my shit. Like, yes. Um, and they're not going to do that this time. And I'm not, I had an anxiety rash breakout last week when I was really thinking about moving. So stop fucking asking me to move and help you pack. I can't do it. <laughs> that being said, I'm going to New York. So uh, this is pre-recorded. And um, I know we were going to talk about this in the other episode, but I think it's a good time now because we have Destiny here. 
You guys, this is going to be our last episode that we've ever, that we will ever record in our San Diego location. It's crazy. It feels so weird. This has been such like, I don't know, this is like the first place I've ever felt at home and like really at home. Um, yeah, you you blossomed here, bitch. Like, like Kelsey moved here and had like so many glow ups and like you experienced so much. Like not everything you went through was good, but I feel like you've been through literally everything you could go through and like you've handled it so well. Like I've only known you for a few years. I feel like both of us in the past year, Danielle, your husband had cancer and you got through it. Like, I mean, I did try to kill myself uh, during that time, but I got through it. Yeah, that's what I mean though. Like, like, yes. like I don't know. We've been through fucking crazy shit together, but we also have some of like the best, funniest, most amazing memories. Like, doing this is like yeah <laughs> i love and i love that like san diego is where we really felt like yes we started in new hampshire and that's always gonna that was a fever dream guys right but san diego was like where awaken bake felt like it was where it really should have originated like we kept yeah. saying this is the awaken bake home this that's is the awaken bake home like, yes yes everybody here is just so chill and high they're never in a hurry and they're never really mad no. and like they're just like all most of them love tarot and shit like everywhere you go everybody's like you want an evil eye necklace like it's just so cool and so chill and like i'm just so grateful for this experience I and know. it taught us a lot it's been honestly a huge roller coaster and like a growing year um it's like sometimes when you like go to your favorite places they can be like the most trying times i remember when yeah. i lived in new york it was some of the hardest years of my life but also like the best years of my life yeah and i feel like san diego was like that for like us for awaken big we grew so fucking much and then like we were tested exactly and i feel like it really like shows that like we're tested in such unique ways and like it just like constantly we're showed that like the affirmation of like we're doing the right thing like mm -hmm. no matter how hard it got like with awake and bake like the affirmation the validation that i got of just like i'm on the right track through this and like through this journey with you danny has been like the most honestly the this is the longest time i've ever been committed to one job like it's been over a year and i still like love doing yeah. what I'm doing and i still feel inspired to do it um but also like talk about it all the time like how when we put episodes together they just together mm -hmm. perfectly like whatever we do when we put it together it just we happen to like fully yeah it just it's been a crazy ride and i'm just so excited for what's next like, and i think the big thing that's going to be different is kelsey and i won't be together anymore that's what's the main thing that's changing so might not change a lot for you guys um except we are going to have to kind of figure out like what platform we're going to use because yes. zoom is not cutting it hookers no 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 um but we are going to be doing everything remote so that's going to be a little bit different. So Kelsey, I love you so much. And it's been an you. honor recording Awake and Bake with you. Aww. And Destiny, thank you for being here for yes. our finale episode. Yes, thank I'm you, so happy you. to be here. And from an out, like, outside perspective, it's like you guys have grown so much here. And like, <laughs> your content has grown so much here. I'm so excited to see where you guys go next. Oh, thank you. for That just made my nipples hard, you guys. My freshly unpierced nipples. <gasps> yeah, girl. Breathe them. I did free the nip. All right, you guys. That's a lot. Today's episode was all over the place. and. Yeah, just emotional. I love you guys. Kelsey loves you guys. Destiny loves you guys. I love you guys. We love you. And stay high. Bye.